Right. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> it's only Friday night, guys. <laughs> exactly. Woo-hoo, Gotta get your podcast on. Yeah. <laughs> By walking the dog and going to bed early. I'm watching the Rocket game right now. Oh, nice. Oh, great. Yes. Good. I haven't seen one yet. Um. Wow, they're good, but I'm going to talk about on the podcast, which is going to start in five. Oh, no. Four. Four. Uh-oh. Three. Three. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Happy Hour. My name is David Oje and I'm at MetalDave01 on Twitter.com. And this is the Happy Hour at Happy Hour on Twitter.com. And I'm joined by <laughs> Ashley. Hi, I'm at A-L-O-U-R on Twitter. And Veronica. Yeah, Whoa. I am at C H I L E underscore P E P P E R. That's correct. Wow. Did that? Did you did you spell that right? Yes. I hope okay. so. <laughs> Every letter was correct in that. So, um, wow, what a what a strange week again. Which I think I I I, I start every podcast saying that. <laughs> but we are how, how far are we into the season? I don't know. I thought hockey was back, and then it disappeared again. And I don't know. <laughs> this was the three worst week. games. Yeah, we are we are three games in, which by my math comes out to around seventy nine more games of hockey left. However, uh-huh. now with, with that being the case, at this point in the narrative <laughs> station, I am hearing that we have to trade Drouin. Trade him. Well, trade he still him. has value. Well, trade him okay. while he still has value. Trade Drouin exactly. before he cuts his hair. Then all his value is gone after that. Um, <laughs> Koka Niemi has to go back to Finland. because yeah, back he, to Finland. Because he can't handle the game here, apparently. Mm-hmm. And they've had, one whole, they've had one whole game that hasn't been as stellar as the others. So, obviously, the season's a write-off. And let's just yeah, forget it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. We have to start tanking immediately. The Berger plan failed. The Berger plan again. failed again. again. And we are reaping what he, that maniac, has sown. <laughs> so now, real talk. Oh, my God. Okay, so uh, it, si- since we last recorded, uh, the Habs played uh, Pittsburgh. Holy shit. Oh, God. And, and whomped them. That and, was awesome. Yes, and the Kings, which was not as cool a game for reasons. Not um, as great. So no. with – oh, wait. Oh, my God. Uh, Beth wait. is not here. She's working tonight. Oh, right. Hi, Beth. How you doing? Hi, Beth. We miss you. Oh, my God. We miss you, we miss you so much. We all much. knew that and assumed our listeners would just understand. Yeah, exactly. You, Absolutely. You <laughs> See, since we didn't introduce everyone on, you know, in the – <laughs> the podcast sphere are like no, exactly. Uh, well, she's obviously not there, so we shouldn't worry. Mm-hmm. No, no, everything's fine. She's fine. You're fine. I'm fine. How's everyone else? Fine. The Habs are fine. I'm fine. And the Habs are fine. Yeah. So what I want to do is that I want to talk about that game against the Penguins really quick. And okay. yeah, I like I liked it. Aside from so just aside from just saying how much of a a whooping that the Habs, these Habs put on the, you know, the apparent powerhouse uh, Penguins, it was really, sh- I was shocked to see when I got out of um, what I was doing for the night, because I went to, um, uh, let's see, it was Saturday night, so I was in Providence watching Laval at Providence, and uh, they ended up winning that game, and there will be more on that, but I got out, looked at my phone, and it's like, holy crap, we're killing the Penguins, which was super yeah. cool, and I watched the game in full the next day, and it was just, it was a perfect game for the most part. It, it really was. Like, I don't know. I mean, we got a shorty. Uh, Byron netted two. Uh, the penalty kill looked good. Uh, the, the penalty were just, kill has looked good all season. It has. Mm-hmm. Now, they were just fast the whole game and whole constantly game. Trucking, moving. Trucking, trucking, yeah. trucking. And that was apparent apparent also in the first game against Toronto, where mm-hmm. Toronto were on their mm-hmm. heels practically the entire game, and those scions of hockey had to go to overtime with us lowly hats. <laughs> and uh, so there True. it was. So I was rewatching uh very by coincidence yes. this morning, the Pittsburgh game. Yes, okay. And I saw 
that I think it was the first three goals. Brendan Gallagher's goal. It mm-hmm. was going to be Tatar's goal, but Brendan was there, gets the rebound, nets it. Paul Byron's goal. Yeah. Nobody's ever going to catch Paul Byron, and he just he, <laughs> you, you you just never he never stops. No, no. He, like he's not going to stop or let up or second guess or anything like that. And then his third goal is right there at the net, which is I think part of the problem last night. Yes, they weren't as near to it last night. They also no. just didn't seem to be as fast last night or as moving. Well, I think they got off to a really good start. For sure. I remember my tweet was on feu. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, what, was it a power play goal, the first one? No, that was a... On a stupid chintzy call. They were all stupid chintzy well, calls. Well, the calls on Kokanyemi, stop it already. The first goal I've had debates with people about... Because they're blaming Price, and I can understand that. Okay, jumping from the Penguins game to the Kings game, because the Penguins game was awesome. The Kings game, yes, oh sorry. my god, the home opener, which in the home opening yeah. ceremony was great, and now they have a new effing screen at the Bell Center, I guess. What else Apparently, are they going to use it for, yeah. which is awesome. A big circle screen. It was really cool seeing all those Fancy. guys. But um, <laughs> for the game itself, though, I don't that, – that first goal was not a power play goal. I think the Habs were on the power play, and it just ended, and then Kempe came out. It was when he came out of the box, yeah. Right, but they – were, They were not right. aware he was yes, coming yes. out of the box. Right, however, no. now – I've been looking over this specific goal because this was the only bad goal I want to say of the whole night for the Habs in that um, whomever and Kempe were going down and pretty much was a two. It was a two on one. But God damn it. And I hate to say it, but Lekkonen was on Kempe and he just didn't touch him. Almost sort of kind of sort of like how he was not defending Matthews in the overtime goal on a Wednesday. Now, with that being said. Lekkonen is a hell of a player, but he had two brain farts in those two instances that did not help. But it was such a, a such a, a a bad play all around. Uh, Riley was covering the passer, skating backwards. He could have bodied into Kempe to stop him somehow, mm. but that would have opened up the pass. But it would just it didn't work out anyway. It's a game of mistakes. It is. It is. It's a game of moments and mistakes. Split second reactions. Yeah. And, it's game there was one more. and all of that. Or is that, Jane, or is that baseball? Jordy Ben. Yeah, it's... No, uh-huh. we can do that too. <laughs> um, on one of them, Jordy Ben was just kind of standing there. And... Like, watching the play. Right. See, and that's what I mean. Like, they were constantly in motion the first two games. They were always where they needed to be. And last night, they just... I don't know if it was, like, opening night jitters or the... You know, I, I don't know. But they were just... They looked a little stunned every once in a while. And I thought I they got better. I think they got, got scored on first... For the first time. True. There's that, and I also want to blame uh, the Kings in general. Because whenever the Habs are up... suck. F- for whatever Fucking reason... Dowdy. Yeah, it's just... Oh, I hate him. Whatever, whatever the Kings system is, because we have to consider, too, all of the teams are not dumb. The Kings probably went into the home opener thinking, what have the Habs been doing? They've been playing with speed... They've been playing with speed to get into the, uh, you know, to, to gain a zone entry, uh, to, you know, uh, start establishing a cycle. And the Kings didn't get on board with that until, like, halfway through the first. And then they really started, you know, uh, mucking up uh, uh, the, the, the neutralized zone, started playing more against the yeah. boards, which the Habs don't do in the neutral zone, though they do very well on D and uh, for mm-hmm. the forecheck and whatnot. So, I like, you saw that happen, and after that started going on, the Habs didn't really have a counter to it. And also a big thing, oh, my God, ugh, the face-off circle. It's not a huge deal, but the face-offs were, like, 38% for the Habs, and that's not good. It's not great because then you're – I mean, you're right. It's not a huge deal, but it does mean you're always starting behind the eight ball. Exactly, and it's like you yeah. lose momentum. Say if you're in the mm-hmm. offensive zone, you got to scramble to get the puck. And I was going to say, instead of just going with the puck, now you got to work to get the puck back again, and again. then ex- execute your plan. Right. So, it's like yeah. Claude Julian's famous quote in that New York Rangers game that they won, that it went to overtime, the, the famous goal where Shea Weber killed the one guy. Right. Brendan Gallagher. No, he killed um, <laughs> the guy who had the misfortune of like being shoved down. Face I first. 
onto the ice. Oh, and then you got the puck they had in the his empty face. net. Yeah. No, he didn't get the puck in his face. He was trying to. I don't know. Shea Weber was trying to keep the puck in this anyway this is taking way too long i'm sorry but he shoved the guy down and he got up and he couldn't get up again and then placanic scored the goal okay but after the game um and they they ended up winning that was the only game i was it the only game that they won no they won two yeah, um yeah so arpin basu's like uh why would you have thomas placanic on the ice with like 30 seconds to go in a game that you're down by one goal and Julian looks at him and he goes, why did I have Placanich there? Because we wanted to start with the puck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's and an interesting. that's it. Yes. Now, interesting that someone is coming back next game when that has been yeah. an issue. And that was mm. a because that, that was a thing that today. I was going to say Mike Johnson said last night too. Sorry, we're saying the exact same thing. Um, but Mike Johnson brought it up last night that, you know, they they don't have anybody who you don't oh you can just put in and you know they're going to win the puck back not that plucky necessarily is that guy but he's the closest thing i think they have yeah he's pretty much the new manny malholtra oh remember manny i remember manny oh my brother ran into manny the other day at the grocery store the other day so funny like i'm lying it was like two months ago maybe two months ago (laughs) something like that he lives in vancouver cool manny is cool manny love you manny Thanks for listening to, to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Manny. Big fans. Always loved you. Yeah. He was yeah. one of he was the last person on the here's some trivia. He was the last person on the Habs roster to have shared a roster spot with Wayne Gretzky. <gasps> on wow. the on the Rangers. What a random little piece of trivia. I that enjoy is that. Super random. Yeah, it's a good one. I just I <laughs> He's remember He's a good guy. He yeah, yes. he is. I just I remember yeah. seeing that one day. I was like, holy crap, he has the Gretzky somewhere. And I don't know, <laughs> there it was. But um yes, face offs hurt, uh the power play hurt. I've already had my rant about the power play. I don't <laughs> want to get back into it. People know I hate it. It's... He had Lyme disease, Dave. Yeah, well, you wanna know so- you wanna know who doesn't? The players. <laughs> And it's becoming apparent now. Um, lots of passing, though. Lots they got of the passing, passing down. But it's like so. Okay. Although last night it was all in their feet. Uh, so in the second period, we had like eight power plays or something. And one of the power plays, I was watching it. I was watching it today before, so it's fresh in my mind. I was watching Max Domi pass it to Riley. Riley to Domi. Domi to Riley. Domi Riley. Back to Domi. Domi. And then to Riley. Riley. And I'm like, what is happening here? (laughs) You could try to ring it off the boards. You do have a man advantage, but I'm just, I don't know what it is. Like, Mr. Monsieur Muller, Muller, please, please, something has, something has to happen. Put Koka Niemi on the, on the first unit. I don't care. Something. Ducharme. Enter Dominic Ducharme. Petrie and put him somewhere else. Put out Mete, put out Juleson, put out Riley, anybody else but Petrie on the power play. Something just has to be shaken up. Yeah, that's not working. Yeah, it's no. so, so crazy. And, you know, and even with that being said, I thought Petrie had a decent game uh, with the Kings, but just holy cow. Last night he was not my favorite. Why? I want to know specifics, if you if you recall. I can't. I just remember thinking, what? Why did you do that? Every time. Why did you do do that? that? No, there was. Wait, why did you do that? There was this time. Oh, yeah. I recall. I think, again, it was in the second period when he had the puck and he had such. He had a great passing opportunity and he just tried to, like, go around the opposing net for whatever reason why he was down that far. I could be misremembering. There was a couple of them doing that. They had some good chances, and they just took them around the net. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. you can't score from back there, though. Why are you going there? You know who doesn't and do that? And bad decisions at the blue line. Yes. but And yeah. then you know who doesn't do that is freaking Thomas Tatar. I am so glad Oh. he is a have yeah. now. Me too. Very happy for that. But, yeah, Tatar had himself a good game, I thought. Um, ugh. And people are crapping on Drouin for not being able to produce. But I'm not – I'm not – you got to – no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not ready to criticize him yet. No, absolutely no. not. 
I think he's, we asked him to do too much last year. Yeah. Here, switch from the winger that you've always been and try to figure out how to be a defensive center. And now we're like, just kidding. Go back to do your thing. And all of a sudden he's like, I'm free and doesn't know what to do anymore. So he's giving me, give him him a break. Let him figure it out. For sure. And he's trying to still do, um, like I heard Melnick say it the other day. It's the best way that I could have heard it. He said he like he's rushing at four guys like he's still in the queue right he's trying to skate right through that in the queue Mm -hmm. yeah but you can't do that in the nhl and And it's like oh yeah and you know who else also did that sort of thing was galchenyuk so here we go and about jonathan Drouin, drouin he was robbed of his opportunity to play with Max Domi because Max Domi punched Aaron Eggplant in the face. Oh, and he got eggplant. put... Remember that guy? Yeah. Yeah. So scores will be settled at a later date. Yes, they will. Um, <laughs> Apparently. And so, but guess who he gets to play with tomorrow? Well, that's right. Domi. That's right. Thomas Buchanan? Oh. No. Duruan <laughs> at the I practice the today. Answer. Yeah. <laughs> At least, yeah. And Act- remember how fun that was in preseason? Right, right. Oh, no, no. And remember that's how good. much fun Max Domi is to watch in general? Yes. Oh, he... I don't remember him being this zippy in Arizona. No, was he absolutely zippy in not. Arizona? Well, I never really paid attention yeah, it's to true. Arizona games. Arizona. I feel like I paid attention to Max Domi, though. A little bit more than anybody else. He might have scored on us once. <laughs> I don't know, but I, um, most people even, have. Yeah. Yes, Speaking of <laughs> God. Um. But yeah, uh, uh, oh, he's a joy to watch. I agree. No, I'm glad. And that he is that joyful. Too. Yeah. He loves being a hab. Well, he loves being a hab. Imagine being like like you see him now. He he loves being in this kind of market. Yes. He loves Brendan Gallagher. Oh yes. my God! He's like so super like. Rose. <laughs> He's like super metrosexual in the in the um, in the Harry Rosen ads, and he's so beautiful, and his hair's so perfect, and he just loves Montreal, and it's the perfect market. Like, imagine languishing in Arizona. Nobody knows who you fucking are. Nobody knows yeah. that you're Max Domi. Languishing. That's true. In the <laughs> desert. Sorry, <laughs> 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 Sorry Oh, poor buddy. Your turn. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. No, but that's right. Um, So the thing is, I'm not panicking just because we got shut out by the Kings. Uh, One no. good factor that I, I looked up all the – some of the advanced stuff. Like I like heat maps all of a sudden. And the Habs heat map looked great. Had tons of shots in the slot. But goddamn, that, that tender that they had, Campbell, was definitely on his toes. Now, I've been chewed wow. out – I was chewed out a little bit in saying that, well, the Habs didn't make a move at all. And I'm like, man, you look at some of the what? saves he made, and I'm like, God damn it. We almost had it. Tatar I don't had remember any, like, amazing saves. No, not amazing saves. Tatar like, he was, was solid. Sure. Solid, though. That's the thing. He always had his eye on the puck, and that's something in that third goal against Price. You know, the Kings were just swarming the net, and Price was beat clean. I will say, though, that Campbell had a lot of advantages. There were some quick whistles, and that was definitely a goal. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, that freaking thing. If you'd like me to talk for 20 minutes, I could probably fill this time with my thoughts on that goal. Um, so so ridiculous but based on the precedent set by the NHL itself that was a goal contact yeah minimal as it were happened outside of the crease and therefore that constitutes a good NHL goal so I don't understand why the Habs are blanked last night but anyway and by the rule of law his uh the whistle went off before the puck went in the net Right? Although it shouldn't have because Although it was it not stopped. Not it was actually it was still in motion. A yeah. Comedy. That, that whole thing. What a freaking All the zoo that was. was. So stupid. Uh. And Shaw said after the game that the ref told him that he called it off initially because he, he thought the puck went off somebody else's arm or I don't know what. I, that doesn't like, matter either. I stopped listening to everything. 
Yeah, me too. Soon after the game. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of but that But I did either. catch that. I wasn't a fan. Like, I mean, the one thing, too, is the whole contact outside of the fucking crease. It's like, what? what is yeah. the rule? What's the rule? And then somebody in Toronto said, yeah, no, that's a goal. Let's ask Toronto. And it's like, I'm looking at the tape that Toronto's looking at. And I'm like, I don't understand. I don't understand. What oh, is the difference? I mean, so next time, Carrie can just walk into somebody, make sure that you walk right into the guy. Yeah. No matter where you are, and it should be no goal. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. We can yes. do it, too. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Yeah. Let's see. Why don't we? Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not even fucking joking. Because Carrie's been sneaky like that in the past. Well, I believe you. Although yeah. I don't think Campbell was being sneaky. It was no. just a shitty call. Yeah. 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 Another shitty call. Yeah, that totally wasn't his call. fault or anything. No. Now, with that being said, I mean, it was a shitty call. However, <laughs> the Habs did have like four power plays. And just couldn't yeah. couldn't oh, capitalize that call on is not either. Why of them. they lost? Oh, I know. Oh, I <laughs> no. know. There's, there's. They had plenty of chances, and it just holy crap, didn't work out. Plus, they outshot the Kings by like a billion uh, again. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. Ashley, as you uh, tweeted out too, for whatever reason, the Habs just have no luck against the Kings at they the Bell Center. They can't ever. They can't do it. Although I did read a stat too. I think it was from Sportsnet that said. Um, in their last six home games, they have been shut out four times by the Kings. Sorry, last six home games against the Kings. They've been shut out four times. They've outshot them on an average of 39 shots per game to 27 shots per game. Mm -hmm. And have been, but, but, but have been outscored 16 to none. So they're consistently, by these kind of numbers, outplaying the Kings and still somehow losing by a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? what is that why can't they figure it out what's the big difference yeah you i'm know, actually asking this question i made yeah i'm thinking of the answer <laughs> well i made the point too that you know these teams aren't stupid the the kings are looking at the halves they have a faster team it's like okay 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 michelle terrien and <laughs> and you know claude can't figure out the kings because they also have tape they must have reviewed it because they had five weeks off you know, to get the game set, you know, it's just <laughs> in, like, in between games. I just, I just yeah. don't get it. I, I, I don't understand. I am flabbergasted and disappointed in that aspect of it. Overall, I'm happy where the Habs are. We're one, one and one could be worse. Yeah. It's one, one and one. And, and they've know, looked decent. Exactly. Yeah. They still looked decent last night. I mean, they were, it, they came out and they were on fire, even though, um, people have, were disappointed in the opening ceremonies for and whatever thought that reason that's... <laughs> what do you want god like the thing is if it was more than that they'd be like oh my god the hubs are so over dramatic yeah and if it's that they're like oh my god this is so boring i'm just glad yeah. they brought Dude, the you want. fucking torch back <laughs> yeah me too because they didn't have it last year like when i saw that i was like oh that's an omen and it worked, but yeah, it's just yeah. That was one of the craziest things last year. They didn't have Jay the damn Weber. thing. And Weber, he looks so good. He looks so good. And, and I am sticking I mean, by. He couldn't my wait to get out, get out there, and get that over with. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Seems like <laughs> no. right to the middle, and there we go. Okay, bye. And put it down. Bam! <laughs> Great out. light so And see you later, guys. Got ice this. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm feeling very confident. That he'll be back before uh, America Thanksgiving. This is what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. For sure. I wonder if he'll play in Vancouver at the game. That That's what I'm thinking about. He just oh, might. Probably he's doing that just for you is my guess. Ooh. Oh, my God. He probably heard the I podcast mean, I've and figured. It. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you've, yeah. you've earned it. I have. So be appropriate. <laughs> 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 the worst part is I'm being serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be surprised if you weren't. I mean, truth be told. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But um, yeah. Aside from that, but, um, with the uh, with the Kings game, I don't know. It, it. I feel like people are beating a dead horse, and it's only like a day after the game. <laughs> no, because and not I mean else they've been. Say. 
they've also been beating up on Jonathan Duran since game one. Yeah, or that's... of the preseason. Perhaps even the preseason. Yes. Yeah. Crazy. And, like, why? I mean, I get why, but tone it down. <laughs> like, Relax. the guy is, right? He's talented. He has all the goods. We saw what he can do with Tampa. He's not, like, on a different page. And the same thing that happened with John Cooper. So it's like, tone it down. Tone it down. He's going to be fine. It's been three games, and tomorrow he gets Max Domi back. And that seemed to work in the preseason, and he's it, like, he's going to be fine. The, I, they just have to have somebody every year. There has to be a scapegoat, and Galchenyuk. Yeah. Can. Yeah. So we can't, we can't be harping on him. Now we have to harp on someone else. And now we're, let's not ruin Yespeti Kotkaniemi, and let's please send him back to Finland. Yeah, because we're going to ruin him how. Hearing that from people blows my fucking mind. He's playing fine. He might be our best center, granted. Yes, he's playing more than fine. Exactly, granted, we're not, like, giving him top minutes, but we're not He's playing a lot, though. Yeah, he is playing a lot. Yeah, he had, like, four or five shots that were good, too. I mean, when he was on the ice and he had a good play going, it was dynamic. And his passing, it's always on the mark and, and his decision making and and yeah. when domi got boarded because that was a boarding that should have been that called he totally knocked over whoever the hell was going at it so he even has the heart he's protecting people and he's only like he's 120 smart. pounds you know so yeah. wet you know it's just it's crazy Coca he's just he's so staying. smart he's staying god damn it he's i think staying. so yeah I think like so i think it would hinder his development to send him back to fucking Finland. Yeah. If, like, how, how could it possibly hinder his development to continue to play in the NHL? He is ready. Yes. The only thing that I could see that I would I would be happy with is that maybe after 40 or 50 games, maybe the Habs aren't doing well. Send him to Laval. Let him murder, yeah. murder the AHL because he would be obscene down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he needs to keep playing the North American game, quite frankly. Yeah, exactly. And plus get coached like, under Bouchard also. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you guys hear him on the morning show yesterday? I missed it. I did not. Oh, my God, you guys. First of all, fucking all business. Oh, I He's bet like, he next is. Question, like, next question answered, 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 answered. And he even said, he was talking about Michael McCarron, and he said, I like the guy. I'm, I'm not going to talk about it last year because I wasn't here. I can tell you now. I sat him down. We had a heart-to-heart for two minutes and 25 seconds. And I told him, like, that's what he said. He goes, you know that short meetings are the best meetings. So he sat him down and he just said, um, uh, I'm, I'm impressed with what you're doing. McCarran um, recognizes what sort of where he was falling behind last year. And um, he says he's impressed with him on and off the ice got a good 200 foot game he just wants to, him to be a reliable player but he also wants to let him go a little bit just to see what he's gonna do and nice. it's, it's just yeah i loved it yeah that's perfect and um it's probably what like he's, he needs to yeah well mccarran um he even said week. yeah he was like i yeah. felt like a million bucks getting yelled at million bucks but like that that i think he needs some clarity this is what we want from you now go play hockey yeah. Well, yeah, so um, towards the end of the interview, they asked him, Connor asked him, is anybody, you, do you know if any of them are going to be at the game or watching the game tonight, like the game with LA? And he goes, I have no idea. He goes, yeah. I don't care. He goes, I don't care what they do, but when I, I need them to be a hockey player and I need them to be, you know, down to business. That's what I care. Otherwise, I don't care. They might be watching the game. They might be at the game. They might watch it on TV. They might watch it online. I don't care what they're doing. Yeah. Except for when they when they have to do what I ask them to do. To do. Sorry, I'm out of breath. I'm pacing. And so, and at the end of the interview, Connor was like, "Okay, well, thanks a lot for your time." And he goes, "Thank you. Bye." <laughs> and I was he was gone. <laughs> that is awesome. Now, but I loved it. Yeah. Now, if, if anybody hasn't listened to it, please listen to it. Now, I love. Oh, there's more. But what happened? Just go listen to it. Just about being aligned with the big club. 
and that everybody there should want to be a Montreal Canadian, not a rocket. Wow. Yeah. How about them apples? Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. I like that. So yeah, Coke Kanyemi. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what, what we were talking, talking about. <laughs> For a bit, at least. I like it, though. I like it all. <laughs> I do. I like it. If he goes to Laval, I, I, I don't see how continuing to play the North America game, North American game, would possibly hurt him. For sure. Yes, yeah. I agree. Now, with that being said, I had the good fortune of uh, going to both of the ga- games that Laval had uh, last weekend on Saturday and Sunday uh, the first was in Providence, and the next one was in Hartford against the uh, the Bruins affiliate and the Rangers affiliate. And watching Bouchard on the bench is like watching a hurricane. I mean, it's like that guy is he is animated and he is diehard on <laughs> on that bench. He like I I was sitting there because you know I'm pretty I'm pretty close to the to the players yeah. bench, maybe like two or three rows back. And, you know, I got my I got my sausage and uh, uh, peppers and onions sandwich, a uh, hot dog thing, and my beer. I'm just like sitting there watching the game, and all of a sudden, all I hear is this bang. I was like, "What the hell just happened?" Because the puck's like nowhere near us, and who is it? It was fucking Bouchard punching the glass after like somebody made a dumb play. I was like, "Holy crap!" And it just continued like that. He legit like pushes a player out of the way to get to stand on the bench and look at the play. He is so into it. It's crazy, cause I've been to Rocket uh, Rocket Games last year and uh, the uh, St. John's Ice Caps games the year or two before that, and freaking uh, Lefebvre, you know, <laughs> he he is very mm-hmm. stoic, kind of like how you'd imagine uh, Michel Therrien to be when he wasn't pissed, you know, Michel, and um, right. yeah, it was just it was crazy watching that much of a contrast because it wasn't even just him. Uh, there the other. Uh, uh, coaches behind the bench too were super animated to try and get uh, players going and with that being said um, in Providence the Saturday night game uh, the Rocket were down 2 nothing going into the third but they were able to bring it back uh, tie it up and then uh, Kale Fleury no no it was Kulak actually our new kid Kulak who uh, oh, yeah. had a laser oh, yeah. into the top corner to seal the game 3-2 uh, for the Rocket Unfortunately, nice. against Hartford, they couldn't do uh, the same thing. I don't remember if they were – I don't think they were shut out, but I don't remember, honestly. However, something cool about that game, though, on Sunday, I got to meet up with the Nosebleeds podcast people. So, yeah. And that was super cool. fun. They're all really Boy, cool. Beer. Yeah, uh, Ian, Trevor, and uh, Kristen. Or Kirsten? Is it Kristen? I think it's Kristen. Yeah. I uh, got to meet all those uh, fellas and folks and ladies, and it was super fun. We had a great time. That's awesome. Yeah. Have you nice. met him before? No, I admit I haven't That's met really cool. any of them before, and it was cool. It was a lot of fun. Now, with that being said, the one player uh, that's on the rocket right now that I didn't know that I was super surprised with at the same time was this Nikita Yevpalov, and I think he's a – a transfer from oh uh Armada. So I think Bouchard oh. dragged him in, but he is such a smart player. He's a winger though, but hmm. my lord, is he a smart kid. Um oh he's Latvian. Wow, interesting. Now did he right come now? from Armada? I am Googling him right now, and did he come from Armada? I know that somebody did. He was a free agent, actually. I'm so sorry. No, just the oh. Habs picked him up in July. Apology accepted. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that, everybody. But okay. what a good pickup, though, because he, he was part of uh, the San Jose <laughs> uh, system two years ago, went to Russia to play a little bit. Now he's back uh, with the Rocket, and he was so good. Like, of all the players, I, I would see his name and be like, I have no idea who the hell that is, but he's doing such amazing things. And aside from that also is Kale Fleury. Wow. He is a good defenseman. Super hard to nice. play against. He goes, he's dirty in the boards, goes really hard, and just, he's a D-man. He, he plays D, and he does it very well. Love it. Yeah, nice. I love it, too. It's super cool. It's ex- it's exciting to hear about the Rocket being in such good hands, because it's been such that, I don't know, kind of dismal, like, 
you know, you almost feel bad yeah. for everybody stuck there with, I mean, not that I have anything personally against Lefebvre, it's just he wasn't getting anything from them. And you just think all these kids yeah. are languishing in the AHL and like, and now they have to, you know, you don't almost don't want to call them up because what are they going to bring to you if they haven't well, been learning anything? And that's the other thing that he said. He said that, um, like, you, we want them, like, excelling, like, at the very top of their game and bursting because they're going to go up to the big club and it doesn't get easier there. There, mm-hmm. exactly. No, unless your name is Kalkanyemi. <laughs> unless your name is Kalkanyemi. But he's he did say also at team meetings, he just – he's he, – gets their attention and he keeps it short and he doesn't let them waste his time and he doesn't want to waste their time. Like just that that kind of thing. That kind of like mutual respect kind of situation is pretty huge. Yeah. For players. And if he can reach Michael McCarron, that'd be great. Yes, it would. He'd be the McCarron whisperer. (laughs) (laughs) We brought that up previously. I think we have. Yeah, you may be yeah. right about that. But all these young kids and then all these coaches of young kids and young coaches as well. It's just, uh, it's exciting. It is. It's going to be a good time. I can't wait to see how uh, the Rocket do uh, tonight, which I am streaming currently while we're podcasting. They're still going through the opening ceremony, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> They're on. They're on the anthems right now. Thank God. But whatever. Um. So I'm trying to think what else is going on. Uh. We've covered a lot of the hockey news, though. Oh, Mm -hmm. here's some good news. Uh. Who's having a baby? (gasps) I don't know. (laughs) So that's cool. Yeah. Isn't he already a a dad? Or no? Nope. I don't (gasps) think so. I don't. First daddy. All right, so <laughs> that means second. he's gonna score a million goals come February. Yeah, <laughs> dad power. Four, five, dad six, power. Seven, eight, That's nine. awesome. That'll be really deep in the playoffs when the kid's born. So oh, February. <laughs> so he'll have. So couldn't be better timing. Right. Exactly. Yes. Perfect yeah, timing because then goals from Filita. No. Exactly, and then. Mm-hmm. He can have the summer off to raise the kiddo. <laughs> and then... It'll be all grown up by have, October. All grown up by October. No worries afterwards. <laughs> I don't know. I'm always... I always get worried when, Dan, when a player... Dan, you seem confused about how this works. <laughs> listen. 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 Have the summer off to raise the child. We need hockey and players. come back in September when it's in college. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Doesn't it start preschool at some point? Jesus, people. Well, not not before they're like three. But the kid's going to be a genius. He's going to be in preschool at like, you know, eight months or whatever it's going to be. <laughs> um, no, I always get worried when, when a player announces, oh, I'm going to have a child. I'm like, great. When's he being born? I'm like, okay, yeah, this is going to be a distraction at some point. Tell me right now. <laughs> no, I, I always try to do the math and figure out like what the hell is going on. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Like Angela, uh, with Price, uh, there, their kiddos do at some point next year. <laughs> I don't that know. I don't know at what point. It's before. I don't. The thing is, they already have one. I think it's before next season. So the season. shock. They they won't have the same shock that they had with the first one. You yeah. have the first one, and you are shocked. Yeah, they're... it is a shock. Mm-hmm. I don't want to scare anybody. I'm just talking truth here. Yeah. I mean, my mom yeah. is still shocked. It's easy. Yeah. It's shocking. It is shocking. <laughs> Nobody who's listening understands. I might be the only one who has had a baby. Hmm. But, um, we'll do a yeah, poll. The first one is, it's absolute. <laughs> yeah, let's do a poll. <laughs> who's got kids out there? <laughs> It is Sorry, a I'm shocked when you take that thing home. And you're responsible thing. for it. <laughs> um, I'm Googling, and she just said this winter. So she hasn't said oh. when. Oh, God, winter's so long. Winter. <laughs> I know. This is Canada, Angela. We need to be more specific. Exactly. It's Damn always it. winter. Somebody ask Liv. She'll drop the beans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she probably have the facts, like, 
very sorted out. Yeah. Good old Liv. <laughs> That's what Liv seems like to me. Super reliable. You know, smarty pants. Yeah. yeah. I can get on board with that. And cute. Yeah. They do really um, well. Oh, they started the game. Can we talk a little bit about... Yes. Um, Hockey? So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, it's just kind of a side topic. So, Connor McKenna... Connor? Today was talking... Yeah. Ooh. Our buddy Connor. He was talking about how he felt like the mood at the Bell Center last night wasn't the same as other opening nights. The hell do you tell the mood of a huge <laughs> arena like that? Well, I'm not. I'm not trying to make this a reason to be annoyed by no, the, no, no. By I that wasn't sort of suggesting you didn't, were. But I just, that's such an odd mean, statement. Didn't Tony but, say the same and, thing? Perhaps I don't listen to Tony, but on purpose. Oh, um, okay. But um, the mood at the bells, it's almost like, like it's carried over from last year. I have some thoughts about that. Oh. Well, now you can say that so, because you you said in the okay. group before, you were like, I got thoughts. I'm like, no, not yet. And you're like, okay. <laughs> no, true. Now, you're like, now, now, unleash, go. But, can I can I preface them with my thoughts, which are any kind yeah. of vibe oh my that God, people thoughts. are feeling feeling from a lo- a large center like that, in my opinion, is probably more of a self fulfilling prophecy than anything else. You're gonna sense the mood that you are looking for, or hoping to not find, or whatever you think bias. might be there. Exactly, whatever you think might be there is probably what you're gonna see. And so, I would take any of these observations from people such as that to be i don't know i would take them with a grain of salt yeah salt that's all yay salt okay so now go so good yeah okay okay. so if we uh, let's 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 pretend that 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 he's right that the mood there was not the same as previous home openers and that the fans are kind of still sort of have that hangover hangover from last season Yesterday or the day before, I saw a tweet from our friend, uh, Mr. Kelly, from the shitbag Montreal Press. Oh, that I He care. said that he... <laughs> Remember, did you guys see this? That he'd written a positive piece and we're all the haters oh, and trolls. No. Not, you, you, haters We've and all trolls are you. We don't know congratulate. what you say anymore. <laughs> I can't, I well, can't wait. everybody else. I can't wait. To be old enough to whine as much as that motherfucker. I swear to God. It's like, oh, I wrote a piece and people aren't liking it. Oh, I know who the trolls are. Get fucked, you piece of shit. Jesus Christ. That guy blows my fucking mind. I do not understand. Where's everybody congratulating me for being positive? Oh, you you want to pat on your back for doing your fucking job shittily? No, you're not going to fucking get it. You're not going to call for a motherfucking boycott of a team then write one good article about how fast a team is that everybody fucking already knows they're fucking faster now and then expect, oh, where's all the praise? Fuck off. Get a paycheck and go home. Fuck. Like, people were saying, wow. Look Jesus. at all the youth and these coaches. And I'm like, that is so July 2018 happy hour. Seriously. Exactly. People like Mr. Kelly writing his shit pieces all summer and his readers reading his stuff because oh. they read him because they want him to, you know, they believe his shit. And it's like, it's because of that that nobody understood until the preseason, that Mark Bergevin had a good off-season. Off right. right. Like, nobody seemed to realize. Like, every time they were constantly bitching about Mark Bergevin and, you know, the, how the Habs are going to be shitty, I'm like, what? Did, like, has no, did nobody know the coaches that we got? The attitude that left? The attitude that came in? All the youth? all Like, it's like they were all surprised. Yeah. I mean, it's not like Grant McCagg wasn't saying anything about Cole Kanyemi exactly. for the past, like, eight months. This kid's going to be I good. Keep... He's not going to be amazing, but he is amazing. He has proven himself to be a capable player. And it, that's just one piece of the whole puzzle because, But do you know what's interesting? God. Yes. Yeah, keep going. Sorry. I was going to just say. Uh, do you know what's? No. <laughs> my turn now. You gave it up. So, because. No. <laughs> this year. 
We're figuring stuff out. Like because next year, we're going to have ourselves paling, maybe coming up, either paling or mm-hmm. Su- Suzuki coming up. Can you imagine the yeah. team with Suzuki? Jesus. My God. He's so cute. <sighs> okay, go ahead. I'm it's sorry. I'm I want to say one thing, just to clarify one thing, that the the one and only person, Montreal media or otherwise, that understood that the Habs were going to be competitive was Bob McKenzie. Bobby! Our oh, what did he now, say in the podcast? I don't listen to that one. He well, he had a preview. So usually he talks to every GM every year. Remember, oh, like right. before the season yeah. starts. He didn't do that this year. He he did a, a dedicated a half hour podcast to every team, sort of a preview. Mm. And I was like, okay, let's go. This is about mm. a week before the preseason, and he just said like, uh, these guys are going to be competitive. And that was the first time I had heard that from anybody. Yeah. From anybody besides us. Yeah, besides uh-huh. us, of course. And actually, what I, the reason that I bring this up is that I've, I've mentioned it a couple of times on Twitter that he was the one and only guy. He's actually not the one and only guy. Grant McKay knew it too. Yeah. Or at least yeah, Grant, yeah. Grant knew that the team's going to be different. Competitive, yeah. he likes to wait a bit, you know, because Grant's a patient right. fellow like that. And, um,. Yeah, so but but as is, it's a different team entirely. It's almost like we can't even think about last year just because of all the new faces that we have. Tatar, Pekka, uh Koka Niemi for sure. <gasps> just all sorts of these new kids that are coming and in and new coaching staff. It's a whole new ball game that they're figuring well, out. And, and the other piece of that is, and I believe it was the thing you were um linking us to with Sean Gordon today, Veronica, saying mm-hmm. how they brought in new coaches. And that gives the whole concept of the team and their style and whatnot a new look. But it also seems as though Claude Julian sat down this summer and was like, okay, this isn't working. Let's figure out something that's going to work. We need to have a new tack to this. Um, And so not only did they bring in those fresh faces on players and on coaches, but they just brought a whole new, oh God, I'm going to say the word, attitude to this team. (laughs) And... And it's showing like they've looked completely different from this preseason on. But I don't think anybody, nobody was giving credit to uh, the the cumulative effect of all of those little changes. There was no big splashy change, I guess, other than Max Petrity. I guess Galchenyuk exactly. and Petrity were fairly splashy. But yeah. other than those, which to people's view seems like um, subtracting rather than addition. Yeah. Um, other than those big moves, it was just a whole bunch of tiny Twinks. little things. Exactly, but that adds exactly up to what he called huge. it. Huge, yeah, but it exactly. adds up to huge. So yeah, I think I think people weren't taking that into account. And that's the, that's my major pet peeve is that and and I mean from professionals and experts and pundits and everything else, it's like what? you can't judge what's going to happen in the season in front of us based on last season. Last season, Montreal was not good. So why does that make you think that they're not going to be good this year? Mm-hmm. And it's like, Vegas is going to be good. No, they're not. No, Vegas they're not. is never going to have the same group of guys who were all rejected from their teams and told that they would be shitty. It's it's like the, the, it, the group's completely changed. Max Pacioretty's been added. You know, they're not going to have that same um, formula that they had last year. That was successful for them, exactly. That was successful. Vegas and it's like, <sighs> is currently yep. 29th in the standings. Well, that's where we're supposed to be. <laughs> we are 21st. But it's like, why are you judging next season, which or this season, which is just beginning to unfold based on last season. It drives me crazy, and it happens every year. Edmonton has zero points this season. (laughs) God, why? Connor McDavid has more points than Edmonton. True. (laughs) Poor Connor McDavid. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm looking at the standings since I was curious about how they were doing. signed his contract. Don't feel bad. Yeah, that's true. He's making his money. Yeah, he signed it, so whatever. He enjoy, made he made that choice. Enjoy eight yeah. million dollars in Edmonton. <laughs> you can buy the mall. You can probably buy the city. Eight million. 
<laughs> Jesus, at this point, put a statue of yourself right next to Gretzky. Can you imagine? This is mine right? now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor guys. No, that's, so it that's just rough. drives me crazy. People who are paid to give us their opinions and that's their opinion. Well, what happened last year is going to happen this year. The thing that drives me crazy is the people who are paid to give us their opinion about hockey and then whine when we don't praise them for giving us their opinion about <laughs> hockey. Why isn't everybody congratulating me? Oh. You know how little congratulations I get at my job, guys? Yeah. Come on. You know what? Come These on. Are... You know what congratulations I get is when I go to the bank and I my paycheck is there. <laughs> exactly. Grow up. Oh, my God. He's With grown that said, I have a grown make. He's an adult. He's an adult, an adult. It's a it's a person that pays taxes somehow. You assume. One assumes. Somebody that went to a job interview some point in his life and was hired by somebody that figured, yeah, we need this. Jesus Christ. Well, it's not our fucking fault that you spent the whole summer being a petulant baby and ignoring the God. shit that was going on with the club. But seriously, like the Twitter mute button works for a reason. So no, I'm not going to give you praise for your one positive article because I didn't fucking see it. I, I didn't read it. your opinion. <laughs> I've already made that choice. I don't give a shit about your opinion. Yeah. If you, if you maybe didn't write articles about boycotts and bullshit, I might give you a chance. God. But no. I know it. Nope. Big baby. Big baby. Um... So I have a confession to make. What did you uh -oh. do? Young lady, what did you do? <gasps> Again, to be athletic. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Oh. Sean Gordon writes like an angel. Oh, that's right. No, that's fair. I, if I, an angel. If I wanted to, I can't get past it. I can't forgive them. But if I could, I would subscribe for him. I enjoy I, him. I feel like I would be hurting myself if I didn't read him writing about the Habs, and that's the bottom line. Now, let's also preface that. Well, not preface, but what what's the opposite of a preface? A let's let's suffix that with. Let's. I don't know if suffix is it. <laughs> I know it's not, but it sounds funny. It oh, does sound the funny. The preface and the suffix. The suffix. Yeah, that sounds right. Let's suffice. um suffix that with um. <laughs> The fact that his first article for the Athletic was with caveat. none other than yeah. yeah right was with none other than Geoff Molson. It's like oh okay, yes. might as well read this, and Dude, it was it was a great it was so article, good. great article it's from what great. I've seen. And do you see what I mean about how he writes? Yeah, like he's not just reporting, and he's not just giving us his opinion, and and you. Seldom can tell what his opinion is in his writing, which is one of the things that I love the most. Mm -hmm. And he's just his narration, the way he paints the picture, yep. the way he examines every sort of possibility. And it's just, I love it. And as soon as I found out that he was going there, I knew that The Athletic was going to get my money. I'm sorry. Well, there you go. No, no. You know what? We do give them a bad rap, and most of the time they earn it, but it's not totally yeah. horrible. <laughs> Just mostly horrible. But I'm going to take this hiring to mean they are attempting to have a different tack this year. Oh, I hope so. Rocket I haven't goal. read anything but that since I subscribed. But <laughs> Oh, yay! By Byron Fraze. Good for him. Yay! Nice. Cool. <laughs> oh, he got on a breakaway. Good for him. Snipe. Ah, you suck. Ah, good job, Phrase. That was a confusing few minutes. It was. <laughs> um, however, I'm going to unconfuse it with the last bit of news that I have and the last interesting thing that I think happened today. Um, at practice, uh, in, in practices leading up to today's practice, uh, Jacob Delarose and Delorier have been on the ice. Delorier with a cage and JDLR, they're still figuring out what his deal is with his heart condition that he suffered. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Some sort of palpitation, I believe it was. or Yeah. Some sort of cardiac episode where it's like, uh, okay, you can't play hockey right now there. Kiddo. Yeah. So he's resting but practicing regardless. And apparently practicing with the full team, full contact and everything too. So I guess they're just Ooh. checking him out um, 
after practice monitoring rates or whatever they do. I don't know. I'm pretending I know. But regardless, the thing is, <laughs> it sounded good. I buy it. They, yeah. Um, those two will be coming back into the lineup, and that kind of puts a lot of question marks onto who's being moved where and when at mm-hmm. this point. And the 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 cherry on top of this statement is that Berzevan has told all 30 teams oh, yeah. in the league that he's willing to trade a forward. It's like, oh, uh-huh. I wonder what that means. Where did we hear this? That was... Bobby Mack. Yeah. Really? I yep. missed that today. Fathers. Yeah, I wouldn't... I missed that I one. Oh, that I, makes sense then I that I missed it. I have mentioned it unless it came from something awesome, and something awesome was Bob. <laughs> That's not true. We <laughs> meant, I referenced a rumor that yeah. Veronica started a while ago, so don't give me that. <laughs> Veronica is a reliable <laughs> source. <laughs> Sources say, per source, more like per Veronica. Per source. (laughs) A.K.A. I heard it somewhere. Oh, who got the assist on that phrase goal? Kale Fleury. Mm, That kid. Mm. Good for him. Yeah, I forgot I got the AHL package. I'm going to start watching those. Yeah, do it up. It actually looks great. Whoever was bitching about the AHL package not looking good get fucked how's that sound because it looks great and they have replays and everything sounds so. awful yeah just i thought that crazy. was just last Tender. year that was bad well they didn't hmm. even have it last year it was like 300 dollars for the package Ooh. or something crazy like that the price i is just crazy. bought the, the rocket games yep me too <laughs> me too absolutely yeah. who am i kidding no blackouts just straight hockey no bullshit yeah. no commercials yeah. great awesome but let's see. What's and going on I want to see. I want to watch Joel Bouchard yes. as well. Yes. Because again, everybody, if you haven't heard it, go go and listen to it. It's like 10, 15 minutes. He kept it short. Believe me. Um, <laughs> he's just so intensity. Mm-hmm. He is. He really yeah. is. And I'm telling you, if you ever get the chance to to watch the rocket, just watch that bench because Bouchard looks like he's gonna come out there and just rip someone's head off. <laughs> well, that's why I want to watch. But usually when the game's on, they're, they're not showing the bench. Right. But um, I'll keep my eye out for him. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, like his style. If he gets really entertaining, they might show the bench. Yeah. <laughs> and tomorrow, guess what? What? Plecky's back. Plecky's Yay! back, we think. It's probably definitely going to happen but i don't know if it's been official yet who knows because the lineup we had before did very well against uh the penguins yeah but that's true last night was not a winning lineup Ooh, second goal too. oh wow mm-hmm. the rocket yeah with the rocket yeah uh sklenica one of our czech republic guys oh yeah nice nice it was on two on one rookie camp Nice. Who are they playing against? They're playing the Devils. That's right. How cool is that? Wow. Yeah, so, the interview that Sean Gordon. With Molson? Of the Angel Pen. Yes, with the Jeff Angel Molson. Pen. That was great. It really was. If we you, learned a lot. Mm-hmm, we did. Um, in particular... Like just how Molson and Berzevan like work together, which mm. is which mm. was really uh, insightful, honestly. What did he say? Panic is not a strategy. Right, panic is not a strategy. Yes. I'm paraphrasing, but right. like, mm-hmm. but the fan and base also... would do well to remember that. Am <clears throat> game three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my favorite part about not my favorite one of my favorite parts was where. Uh, Sean clarifies that uh, no, Mark Bergman does not still have a job because he would be too expensive to pay out. Hmm. I don't think expensive is a problem like, for Jeff Molson. No. Exactly. Ooh, that was a <laughs> short goal too. Wow. Okay, sorry. Ooh, yay. <laughs> yeah. Finally. No, but that, the whole, the whole article is really great. Um, there was one part that they mentioned – Oh, that they were talking about. What the hell was it? Um, should Molson have a president of hockey operations? And he addressed that as nope. well. And he was like, "Nope, yep. my family's been in hockey forever, mm-hmm. and uh, he's not going to do anything different." So there, now, nah, now, nah. 
<laughs> so there. my team, my team. <laughs> <laughs> and so when all that Mark Bergevin needs is somebody else because Mark Bergevin can't be trusted. Nah. Uh uh no. And I mean, no matter That's what so you great. think about the Montreal Canadiens, they're not the Ottawa Senators. And I mean, that's really all I need in life at this point. Third goal. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. Whoa! Seven shots. That's awesome. Three goals. My God. Holy oh, shit. Who was this? Now this was. Oh, was do watching... you want to know who this was? This was Yevpalov that I was talking about just before. Oh, that, yeah. What a oh, pass. Dude, look at you go. Oh, my God. What a play. <laughs> wow. Uh, the Rocket are really tearing it up right now. They're making fools out of – and Freeze with a freaking wraparound pass to center, falling over Good. shot, garbage shot. and Oh, my God. I am happy to see him yes. do well. I liked him. Yeah. Now, with all that being said, uh, Molson's cool. The Rocket – And we are oh. out of time. <laughs> now, uh, do we have any closing thoughts? Um, let me look over here. We have some QA things left, but we're kind of like time, time though. Don't want to spend too much on these more complicated questions that we got I'm here. I'm just looking forward to Sunday when we're get well, when we're all going to be planning the parade again, and everybody's yeah. going to be happy again. Exactly. <laughs> and you great. know what? Like I felt amazing about this team following a loss on. Um, yeah, the, the first the opening. I felt even better after the win because they just looked so great. I felt less good last night because if they're going to lose, I want it to be on their own merit. I want them to have played hard and just not been good enough, which mostly seemed like the case last night. But I'm yeah. just so tired of being upset with refereeing. Like, just be consistent <sighs> here. Like, I want if they lose, they lose, and I don't care. But I want it to have been fair. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I want them to have been a good effort, and I want it to have been fair, and that's all I'm looking for, and I'll be happy, win or lose. Yeah. I agree. I like that. I yeah. was super happy to see Kokaniemi in red officially, officially, yeah. as I have. It's true. That, and that his made mom me was happy. there. Mrs. Kokaniemi! Yeah. <laughs> Her name is Katie. Katie! <laughs> That's so cool. It is cool. Wow. And yeah, she and I have boys the same age. Maybe we could be friends. Whoa. You should be friends. You should totally oh be friends. My oh my God. God. You should really be Does friends. Does she have a Twitter? We are going to find her in Montreal <laughs> when we go. Oh, which we should mention yeah. too. Um, That's oh, of yeah. course still on. We don't know about a venue yet. But expect to hear from either myself or Veronica or the Happy Hour account, more likely yeah. on there, uh, when we mm-hmm. figure out where we want to go and where we want to have people drink with us. Yeah. And if anybody's got ideas, like, I mean, I just thought of McLean's Pub. I've never been there. Yep. It seems to me that they've got a lot of space there. But what about, like, I don't know, like Club 1909? Could do that. Is that, like, pricey or I don't know? Like, we're open to suggestions. Because mm. Dave and I don't live there. Right. We are tourists. Right? <laughs> We're tourists. We're foreigners. Yeah. In a foreign land. Well, I'm more foreign. <laughs> but. I am. Wait. I'm how? not born in this country. Oh, yeah. I guess. No, I'm not that's... born in this continent. My bad. Actually, Veronica is quite foreign. <laughs> I'm the <Let's>... foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> Excusez-moi. Madame. <laughs> and, and for anybody interested in the meetup that I brought up, my dad's already confirmed that he's going to be in my backyard. <laughs> so so the, the numbers are picking up there. It's, it's shaping up to be so a good time. A poll, this time when, we, when you put up a poll for the RSVP, don't include no. It's either yes or maybe. Well, wanna... All the people that said nope. We're the most respondents. I want to know how many people hate us, and now we know. We got your number now. (laughs) Uh. But that's really exciting. So we're going to be there on Saturday, November the 10th, to see the biggest Golden Knights, who apparently suck, but still, it's going to be fun. Yeah, duh. Of course they suck. Jesus, look at them. They're not the Habs, of course. They're not the Habs, so they're going to be terrible. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, so we'll keep people abreast of uh, any new developments in that, and uh, we'll figure things out and pass it along. Yeah. And aside from that, everyone have a good night. Bye. Bye.
Bye. Have a good night. Bye. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Yeah.